Hey everyone, we hope you're enjoying our readings of popular Reddit posts. We love providing this service so that you can listen to these podcasts to pass the time, to fall asleep to, or to be entertained while still staying safe on your commute to work. We love to have the freedom to cover even more posts, but the recording and editing is time-consuming work and doesn't pay the bills. If you feel you're getting regular value out of these episodes, please consider supporting us with a small monthly donation. You can donate easily by visiting anchor.fm slash redditreaders and clicking on support this podcast. Every little bit helps, even if it's just enough to cover our morning cup of coffee. As always, thank you so much for listening. Hey everyone, welcome back to r slash pro revenge, the subreddit where people post stories of getting revenge on others who have wronged them in some way. And the most satisfying stories get upvoted to the top. We've got two posts for you today. The first post, demand proof of illness? Hope you have eye bleach. I had a boss one time who was such a control freak that she demanded to know specifically why I was calling out sick, wildly illegal where I live, one day. And for reference, I'm typically the guy who never gets sick, so it wasn't an attendance issue. I told her I think I had food poisoning, turned out to be true, and actually I wrote an unethical life pro tip based off this story a while back. And she kept pressing me as to explain what my symptoms were and why I couldn't make it in all via text. I had finally had enough and was like, look, I'm not physically capable of working today and you are not allowed to ask me personal questions about illness and medical history. She threatened me with a write-up if I couldn't specifically explain or prove why I couldn't make it into work. This is where the pro-revenge comes in. I was about to send her something horrific that she could not unsee, and she wouldn't be able to do jack shit about it since she technically asked for it. Being that I was living in the bathroom for more than two days, this inquiry was day one, and had aggressive diarrhea every 15 to 30 minutes and the worst abdominal pain I've ever experienced, I lost my shit (laughs) and took a pretty disturbing picture of me painting the bowl brown right before I flushed and sent it to her. No joke, it looked like I power washed the inside of the toilet with feces and built a turd island in the middle of the water. It honestly looked like a poop volcano had erupted. I had no idea your bowels could contain so much. So after three days off, I show up for my shift sleep-deprived and sore from sleeping in my bathtub or on the floor for two and a half days, asshole not having any of it, but I was finally through the worst. She immediately escorts me into her office, where our regional HR rep is waiting for me, and we all sit down. He has paperwork in front of him and is discussing the incident with me and gets me to acknowledge what I did and that sending, quote, unprovoked and offensive content to coworkers constitutes harassment and blah 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 right before he asks me to sign a final write-up if if you do something like this again you're fired before signing i asked him did she tell you why i sent this he was dumbfounded and said this isn't really excusable and basically handed me a screenshot printout of the text messages where this bitch deleted everything in the exchange in her phone but me saying sorry but I need to take a sick day today and the picture. 
I laughed and handed him my phone and said, here is the full exchange. He asked me to leave and, quote, give them a few minutes. About 10 minutes later, he calls me in by myself and explained what I already knew, that she was the harasser and that she had aggressively violated privacy laws and would be dealt with, and to call him, quote, if anything like this ever happens again. I found out from one of the assistant managers that she ended up getting a final written notice and was super close to being fired, and it prevented her from getting a big promotion that she was being looked at for. So, if you ever come across a dickhead boss who wants to play doctor and question your sick leave, send them diarrhea pics and they'll either STF you or give you lawsuit material. I really enjoyed how you explained how bad your diarrhea was. OP. Never before in my life had I experienced anything like it, and the explanation hardly does it justice, in my opinion. As someone who's had the stomach flu before, I can attest to this. Pulling a double dragon every 15 minutes or so for a week is almost enough to break a man. No way would I have gone to work like that. OP. <laughs> double dragon. I like that. It is fairly accurate. Food poisoning is the worst. I get especially irritated when I have friends who say, Oh yeah, I had food poisoning for a few hours. No, you didn't. You ate shitty food and took a runny dump or two. It is not the same. Taco Bell is not equal to living in your bathroom for two to five days feeling like your insides are being carved out by a dull knife. Nothing like being curled up in the fetal position on the bathroom floor just hoping and praying to anyone or anything to just make it stop. Yes, there is, when the four kids and hubby also have it and you have only one bathroom. Reminds me of the Christmas from hell. One and a half bathrooms, but 12 of the 14 people there got the stomach flu on Christmas Eve. It was not pretty. OMG, that happened to us Christmas before last. I call it the great crapocalypse of 17. Everyone in my house, including the three dogs, had a wicked GI bug except me. We only have one bathroom. My house was literally plastered with poop and vomit. I felt like a nurse in a Civil War dysentery camp. The stench of my house was incredible. I remember at one point I snatched a couple hours of sleep wrapped in a tablecloth because everything else was beshitted. Was she really that stupid? Did she think you habitually delete all of your texts and that you wouldn't immediately be able to pull up the full conversation you had with her? I've known people that genuinely believed when they deleted the message from their phone, it was gone for both people. Shaking my head. That's two violations in my book. Breaking privacy laws and lying to HR to get another employee in trouble. Should have been fired on the spot. I wonder this too. Like, it was one thing to send the texts, but to report the pic and edit the texts? I just can't even imagine how dumb this woman is. Holy crap, you literally shit on your boss's career and the best part is she has no one to blame but herself. I love how she deleted the parts of the conversation that made her look bad knowing full well that she was violating labor laws. I guess you could say her promotion got flushed when the shit hit the fan. I had something like this happen at a job. A woman thought I was harassing her son and vandalizing his car. 
All three of us worked together. She sent me some texts with some physical threats and referencing the harassment. I just wrote it off as her being a nutter and forgot about it. Her son and I were good friends and had a bad falling out. A few days later, my boss's boss calls me and asks me to come to another location where he is. When I get there, he and District HR sit me down. I was absolutely clueless as they started their, quote, fact-finding investigation. After a few questions, I realized what it was about and that the mother must have been so convinced I was the culprit that she told HR about the situation and they thought they had me dead to rights. I let them ask all of their questions as if they knew everything that was going on and they started mentioning disciplinary action leading up to and including termination, trying to get me to confess to anything. At the end of it, when they were wrapping up their interview, I asked them what they were going to do about the text messages she sent to me about her son. They obviously were not aware of the text messages. They asked if I could show them the texts and they were blindsided. I screenshotted and printed everything for them and she was transferred to another location about a week later. What really pissed me off is they had to tell me to not contact her. What the flip? I never contacted her to begin with. Props to you. I hate when bosses act like getting sick is your fault. As though people intentionally give themselves some illness. I had a teacher who used to require notes for everything. I was in my 40s at the time and was not going to be playing games like that with a college professor. Fortunately, I didn't get sick or anything, but when she required proof that one of my classmates had attended a viewing, I swore that she would get a selfie with me and a corpse if she ever pulled that shit with me. The only time I've called people out about being sick is when they were stupid enough to brag on social media that they were having a sickie. Even then, I told them they were an idiot and they were forcing me to give them a warning as I couldn't ignore what half the staff had shown me. I actually sent around an email telling everyone, if you're going to call in sick, then I really don't want to be told about your social media pictures of you drinking or partying until the early hours, or even worse, saying you are having a sickie and broadcasting it to the world. Frankly, I have staff tell me they need a mental health day and want it off. I completely let it slide if they have plenty of sick leave. If not, put it in as annual leave. I was a seasonal worker at a clothing store one year and I was sick for three weeks from coughing so badly I was puking. They told me if I didn't come in one of the days I would be fired. So I showed up, coughed up a storm at the register, and puked in their bathroom sink within the first hour. They let me stay home till I felt well enough to work again. A coworker told me they had shut down the register and the women's bathroom for a while to completely sanitize the area. Your story reminded me of that day. I'm glad you didn't get written up for that. I had a boss that actually called my doctor's office off of my doctor's note to verify that I did have salmonella and asked if he could authorize my return sooner. My doctor was so upset he gave me an extra week longer. <laughs> Well, effin' played. One time, when I was feeling sick at work, I called into my manager's cubicle and said, I'm sick. I need to go home. No more than yourself, I was never off work sick. He looks at me, has a little cough splitter, tells me he's sick too, but we all have to struggle on. So I go back to my desk in the knowledge that I'm going to get much worse. After about half an hour, I feel the urge to vomit coming on strong, but rather than dash to the bathroom, I got my revenge on my manager by going back to his cubicle and spewing my guts up all over his desk and the carpet.
The effer let me go home then for sure. Wow, what a great story. I cannot stand bosses like that. Just let people be sick, especially if they're hard workers. Let's move on to our next one. I was recently privy to this email conversation from a friend who is a tabletop RPG developer. From Chris to Tom. Subject, canceled orders, help! To whom this may concern. I am inquiring personally about new popular RPG, which was recently released by Big Explosions. We have placed several orders for large quantities of this title due to high demand, and each time we place it, we receive the below attached message that our order, quote, unfortunately had to be rejected. I understand this may be a glitch in your system of some sort, but I would be very appreciative if you could resolve this so we can order this title. Yours, Chris, owner, Big Down Home RPG Game Store. From Tom to Chris, CC Big Explosions Publishing Staff, including clickety underscore clickety. Subject, RE Cancelled Orders, help! Hi Chris, it's been a long time. I don't know if you remember me, but I actually grew up in hometown and frequented your store through middle school and high school. Your store and the games we played made an incredible impression on me and influenced my career path. It made me want to write and develop role-playing games, which led me to start small indie gaming company and move out here to Seattle to collaborate with other developers and develop it. You might recall back in 2016 that New Popular RPG was initially released as an indie title called New Less Popular RPG. We fronted the costs on publishing and marketing and sought out game stores in the Northwest United States to playtest our games. I, however, never forgot your kindness and those years spent in the back room of your store playing Magic the Gathering in D&D, so I took a 16-hour road trip to show up at your store and personally ask you if you would be interested in selling it on your shelves upon release. At that time, you told me that you only had room for big titles and that you couldn't accept every indie RPG developer that knocks on your door. I then offered to send you free copies of the title to sell for 100% profit because honestly I just wanted to have my own RPG on the shelves in the store that was so important to my youth. But you laughed. You laughed. Laughed and told me again that you only had room for big titles, that the RPG industry was really cutthroat, and that you didn't have room for even one copy of my book. Last year in 2018, I was privileged to merge with and acquire the much larger Big Explosions Publishing and all of its titles. We are sincerely blessed to be able to share the love of RPGs internationally. And this year, we re-released my game as new popular RPG with a half million dollar marketing campaign that has been incredibly successful. In conclusion, Chris. You are free to order absolutely any title from the Big Explosions distribution list. There are many to choose from. However, the distributor has been given strict instruction not to distribute new popular RPG to your store. I'm sure there are much bigger titles that can fill your shelves. Yours most sincerely, Tom, Director, Big Explosions Gaming. Oh my, <laughs> that's what you get though. A lot of those guys are such condescending pricks. 
I remember my seven-year-old trying to ask a question about a game. I was getting ready to drop about 800 bucks on some Warhammer stuff and 200 bucks for Little Man. This dude had the nerve to tell my kid if he had to ask that question then he's definitely too stupid to play the game. I was blown away. I had all this Warhammer shit on the counter ready to pay when he said that shit. I asked him to repeat himself and he started fumbling. I grabbed my kid and walked out and went a quarter mile down the street to his competition, explained what happened, and the guy made my son a VIP of his store and let him go in back and see his workbenches and craft stations and shit. My kid loved it. A few months later, I drove past the original shitty guy's store and he was out of business. Assholes, these kids are your next generation of customers. Don't be an unnecessary douche. Edit. Forgot to mention I spent a thousand bucks at the second store and dude did not know I was going to do that until after he made my kid a VIP. My wife and I used to own a coffee shop and game store. Hell, if any indie game wanted shelf space, we found a way to do it. We had two different local tabletop game makers come in and ask if they could do playtesting in our store. It was awesome to see the creativity. Of course, we always said yes. I do miss the love-hate of running that place. He shouldn't have laughed. Yeah, I think the laughter is really what drove the nail in the coffin. Otherwise, it might have just been written off as a hard but reasonable business decision. I guess, but if you were a business owner being offered, as stated, a 100% free, no-strings-attached copy of something, then... Even if your shelf space was such a limited thing, why couldn't you just give it away as a prize or pay it forward to a kid that comes in on the regular or something? Laughter, jerkishness, and unreasonable decision combined, if you ask me. Yeah, test cells are freaking great. I've made about 2k this year, sold 150 units on one product that started out as a test cell sent from the manufacturer. In the last few years, my career has really taken off, but my expenses haven't. My significant other and I are both professionals, our cars are paid off, and we have no kids. So we have a lot of disposable income. I recently decided I wanted to collect the whole current 5th edition catalog and several boxes of the randomly packed D&D miniatures. I've been playing Dungeons & Dragons for years and used to work for an independent store. I knew how much big sales could mean, so I made an effort to seek out my local store. To my luck, I found one had opened in my small town about two months prior. I walk in after work and find the operators sitting in the cramped store playing magic. Not unusual for a small shop, except literally nobody greeted me when I walked in. I browsed for a few minutes and finally turned to the game and asked, Excuse me, sorry to interrupt, does one of you work here? A guy about my age looks up and says, Yeah, I'm the owner. Are you looking for something? I tell him what I want, expecting him to offer to add it to his next distributor order, but instead he says, What's on the shelf is all we've got. You might find it on Amazon. I never went back and ended up going to the shop one town over where a nice retired couple run a cute little shop. They were very friendly and helpful. Little local shop closed about a month later. In the mid-80s, a gaming store opened up near me. It was the only one of its kind for miles around. The owner was a cool dude, and the place took off like a business rocket, quickly outgrowing its initial location. 
It ended up growing so much that they ended up moving a total of three times, each time to a larger space. With fantastic success, the owner stayed a cool dude and ran that shop for years. It was a local staple of game geeks of all kinds. 20 years ago, he retired and sold the place to another local gamer. The reputation tanked near immediately as the new owner adopted the stereotypical, dismissive attitude to any other gamer who didn't share his views or like what he liked. His open scoffing of his own customer base drove everyone except his personal friends away. There's still no gaming store for miles around since then. So that's it for the posts, guys. Wow. A couple of really cool stories of revenge here. Uh, I mean, I cannot stand. I think it's a uniquely American thing where for some reason we want people to justify being sick or act like they're choosing to be sick and stay home from work. I think those people need to be given the benefit of the doubt. And then, you know, I, I play video games myself and I cannot stand the toxic side of the board game, video game community. Um, have you guys experienced either of these things in your life? Either bosses who get on you about taking days off or toxic gamers? Uh, we'd love to hear your stories in the comments below. As always, if you like the video, leave a like or a comment in that discussion below. It always helps us out a lot. And if you'd like to see more and hear more posts from r slash pro revenge and other subreddits in the future, please subscribe. Thank you guys so much for watching and for listening.